There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. The ability to solve decades-old cases via familial DNA is nothing short of incredible. We have heard and covered a number of stories about DNA, and they all deserve to be told. The resilience and science behind solving these cases is, in my opinion, fascinating to hear about. On January 7, 1978, a young girl was found brutally raped and murdered on the side of the road. And though it would take 41 years, DNA would help solve the case of the murder of Shelley Conley. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On January 7, 1978, the body of 16-year-old Shelley Connolly was found by some tourists who were traveling near Beluga Point, just south of Anchorage, Alaska. She suffered from multiple abrasions, lacerations, and contusions to her face, neck, and abdomen, had a lacerated liver, and a number of other internal injuries resulting in internal bleeding, suffered from hypothermia, and had been raped both vaginally and anally. The poor girl had, judging from her body alone, been through hell. Upon hearing that a murder victim had been found in the local news, Shelley's family reported her missing. After questioning anyone and everyone who had last seen Shelley, this is what police could figure out. On January 7, 1978, Shelley was last seen at a local Anchorage ball called Chilkoot Charlie's in the company of four men. Another saw her at a nearby diner, but it's unclear if she was there before or after her visit to the bar. Either way, sometime during the night, she was lured into someone's vehicle, raped, beaten, and thrown from a moving car. Her hand got stuck in the door, and she was dragged along for a bit before being released and thrown over the side of a hill. Somehow, Shelley was still alive after that whole ordeal, and there was evidence that she attempted to climb up the snowy hill near death before finally collapsing where her body was eventually found. Unfortunately, that's about all they knew, and before long, Shelley's case ran cold. Crime Stoppers got involved and kept working to identify the men Shelley had in her company that night, even searching for one in particular named Pinky, who lived in the Kenai area at the time. Nothing came up and the case was at a halt. That was until 1997, when DNA testing was available and the Alaska Scientific Crime Detection Laboratory developed a profile of a likely suspect. Unfortunately, when the profile was run through CODIS in 2003, it failed to generate a hit. So Parabon Nanolabs got involved and started to pick through the suspect's family tree. In early 2019, the DNA was submitted into the system and, pretty quickly after that, was connected to a man named Donald McQuaid. Donald, who was 21 at the time of Shelley's murder and lived in Alaska in 1978, was matched via GED match and familial DNA, which initially led to a woman living in Florida found to be a cousin once or twice removed. She was connected to a man named John J. McQuaid, a man born in 1913 and stationed in Alaska during World War II, where he married a woman and together had three boys. One of those boys was Donald, who checked in with his probation officer just three weeks before the murder and said he wanted to move in with one of his sisters in Soldotna, Alaska. Police were able to obtain DNA from a discarded cigarette butt, and without a doubt, Donald McQuaid was named as Shelley Connolly's murderer. 
Prior to the DNA, Donald was never on the suspect list. So, had Parabon and GED match not connected him with the cousin in Florida, this case may have never been solved. He was arrested on August 30th, 2019. Unfortunately, DNA wasn't enough for some people. Donald's family reeled from the arrest and were steadfast that he was innocent, even saying that the investigators and specialists owed him an apology. According to them, Donald never showed any signs of extreme violence, that killing a young girl just wasn't something he would do. Donald denied any involvement and said he never met nor spent any time with Shelley, at least at first. A few days after this statement, Donald made another one saying that he did know Shelley and that the pair had consensual sex on the night of her murder, but still insisted he was not involved with her death. Donald McQuaid, who is now in his 60s, remains in prison awaiting his trial. A grand jury indicted him on murder charges, and authorities have begun making plans to extradite him back to Alaska. Hopefully, there will be more information in the future on this case. Shelley's case, though thought to be long cold, was solved by the hard work of investigation, DNA laboratories, and the unwavering efforts of her mother, who fought to have her daughter's case remain on investigators' minds for over 40 years. She contacted any newspaper and television program that would listen to her and volunteered to sit for a number of interviews and relay the gory details of her daughter's murder. She wasn't going to rest until someone paid for Shelley's death. When the arrest announcement was made and she was asked what she thought, Judy Connolly responded, I never thought I'd see this day in my lifetime. It means a lot. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 8th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.